All right, don't get it twisted. We're all about being good humans, but sometimes you go out of your way to do good deeds and realize not long after that that you got, well, got. We'll see a real-life example of this from one of our very own here on episode 15 of the Gym Class Hero podcast entitled Street Scheme. A Gym Class Hero. The guy or group of guys in high school or junior high that always kick everyone's asses in games and basically made you feel even more shitty about your own suckiness. Welcome to the Gym Class Hero Podcast, where participation trophies go to die. As veteran Gym Class Heroes, we're usually all about seeing someone catch quick SmackDown. But I gotta tell you, it's way sweeter when it's one of your own friends on the receiving end. <laughs> I'm Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and extremely pleased onlooker. We've got the Queen City Kids, P-Rez and Burns along for the ride. But before we dig deep, a quick hit. <coughs> Gentlemen, I'm not sure you were aware of this, but uh, today is National Hot Dog Day. And uh, very obviously important as an American to love you some hot dogs. And according to a survey by the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which, I mean... I don't know about y'all, but that seems super official, right? Seems like a group I want to be a part of. I'm just saying. Hot Dog Sausage Council. Put those words together. Sounds official to me. It revealed that 90% of people eat hot dogs. So here's my question. I'm going to give you four methods of hot dog cooking. And your job is to name them in order from the most popular way to the least popular way to cook your dog. Okay? So here's your four options. Microwaving. Fried, steamed, or grilled. Now, most popular to least popular, in what order do you think those land, Perez? Hey, man. Just because Americans are lazy, I'm going to go steamed, grilled, microwave, and whatever the other one was. The other one was fried. Fried, yeah. All right. What about you, Burns? <laughs> what order do you give that? <laughs> I, I got to be on uh, a little bit more of a, like, times 10 on what Chris Perez said. I think microwave for, I mean, not not that it's the most popular, but I think, it, I mean, it's the easiest. Definitely the easiest. Microwaved, grilled, steamed. Wait a minute, I might flip. All right, microwaved, steamed, grilled, fried. Okay, all right. Because I've microwaved the shit out of some hot dogs. I'm sorry. I, and I don't, I don't even do a bun. I just throw some ketchup and mustard on it. There is one way I didn't put it in there. I didn't put boiled in there anywhere. So yeah. there was that option. I left that off the table. But you're both wrong. Grilling, in fact, is the best option when it comes to hot dogs. Followed by steaming. Then microwave. Then fried. And to be completely honest with you, I've never had a fried hot dog in my life. Me either, but it sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what? where do they offer that? <laughs> Probably some sort of fair carnival, I would guess. And I'm telling you right now, people are lying through their damn teeth because there ain't nobody that's going to be in a rush and put some hot dogs on the grill out of nowhere. That's not the most popular way to cook your hot dog. It might be like the most tastiest way, my favorite way for sure, but guaranteed more people are microwaving than, than grilling. So, Pires, what you're telling me is that you're questioning the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Um, yeah, I would plan to put a referendum in to, uh, you know, this shit's going to arbitration. Okay. 
I will I will say this though, like when you were explaining that Perez, your southern accent came out really strong. <laughs> well, we're talking about hot dogs here, Fern. I, I, mean, I mean, it makes I sense. I just never heard you really talk like that. No, we gotta we gotta throw down the southern accent like hard when we're talking about dogs. <laughs> what do y'all? I don't even call them hot dogs. I just call them dogs. What do you put on your dogs? What What else is there other than hunt and you know? I like I like a Carolina dog, you know, your uh, mustard slaw. Now you're talking, baby. Where's the chili, kids? Oh, I'll throw some chili. I'll throw some slaw. That's a little, I don't that's eat, a little work, you know? I do not eat mustard, so. Yeah, but uh, what do you just have? What do you, do you make your own coleslaw, too? Like, it's not like yeah, you're going to make I, your you, own chili. You buy it from the grocery store. Yeah, like, like you would the chili. <laughs> Where, I, I mean, do they offer chili just in little to-go things? I don't know. Yeah, they got, like, little, like, 12-ounce cans of chili. Little, like, okay. hormels. Chili, cheese, coleslaw. Man, I think I, I, Coleslaw is much easier to find than your chili. Thomas, have you ever made coleslaw, dude? No. I, I, I wouldn't put <laughs> slaw on my dog, bro. I don't roll like that. I was about to say, you're asking us where we get coleslaw. I'm like, dude, I've never made coleslaw in my life. I'm a ketchup, mustard, chili, cheese kind of guy. Hey. Yeah. Sounds good to me other than the mustard. Can't get in my belly. <laughs> so if you fry a hot dog, do you have to, like, bread it? That's a good question, Perez. How does that work? I guess they're talking about corn dogs. I don't what, know. What are we talking about? Looks like we need to, uh, <laughs> looks like we need to spend some time at a fair. Are they, are they calling a corn dog a fried hot dog? Because if they are, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'll still microwave the shit out of that, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. A corn dog and a fried hot dog are not the same. <laughs> Damn it. You answered my own question. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, listen, there's two types of people in this world. Those that follow the rules and those that treat rules like dumb suggestions. And I got to say. I salute a man who's just simply not deterred by things as trivial as rules and ask for forgiveness later kind of guy. Give a big warm welcome back to our buddy, our guy, our friend, Bill Belichick, a veteran of the Gym Class Hero podcast. We saw him back on episode eight, essentially refused to put his arms around Tom Brady for a big old bear hug, which in turn resulted in the goat grazing in Florida pastures. Well, old Bill's back. Heroes, you've seen the news recently, obviously. Patriots just signed a pretty high-profile quarterback that we as Carolina Panther fans really familiar with. Cameron Jarrell Newton is the name. Well, we could do a whole episode on that, but let's not make this about Cam. Instead, let's take a look at the timing of the big-time signing. Y'all like that? Y'all like what I did there? (laughs) You're a poet and you didn't know it. (laughs) In true New England Patriot and Bill Belichick fashion, It seemed fairly calculated, as you'll see here in this under-the-rug gym class hero moment. Fact of the matter is, Cam's been without a team since March. Pats could have signed him a long time ago, got him up to speed with the rest of the team. No, they wait until the end of June. And funny enough, there was another breaking news story popping up just hours before reports of Superman landing in the Northeast. At this point, I mean... They've already sold their soul for greatness, so it was no big surprise to see the Patriots were found guilty by the NFL of taping a Bengals practice, a violation in which they were fined a nice one milli. That's a a million dollars for those not coming correct with the slang. (laughs) Here comes Belichick to the rescue, though. 
because not only is he the head coach, he's also the GM, which gives him the ability to make roster decisions and moves. So Bill did just that immediately. He's thinking, what's the one move we can make right now that makes people forget that we're cheaters again. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I know the most polarizing quarterback in the league who just so happens to not have a home. And look at that, that cheating. It fell right out of the news cycle. Well done. I say classic Pats, classic bill, a truly inspirational under the rug, gym class hero moment. My question to you heroes is, are you impressed with how little you actually heard about the Millie they had to drop to the NFL? I'm more impressed with what happens because they pick up a veteran free agent after, you know, during this time, which is they get back that, that third round, I believe. Yeah, I think it's third round. Yep. Yeah. So they lost the third round, but picking up a, a veteran free agent gives them the compensation draft pick. So they basically didn't lose a draft pick, but they just, and they get Cam Newton for the the dirt cheap. Dirt cheap, like nothing. <laughs> I mean, nothing. They're paying nothing for Cam right now. What about you? I mean, it's no surprise. This, this is what New England does, and that's why they stay on top. I mean, they're well calculated, man. I guarantee you they had been talking to Cam for a long time. They're like, hey, just sit tight. Wait till we get this, uh, you know, this fine that we're definitely going to get because we're cheaters. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll, we're, we're going to sign you. Just, just hold tight. And I got to be, I got to tell you, it was super sly, dude, because I didn't even hear about the $1 million fine. I, I honestly didn't know about it until you told me. Really? See? Yeah. Super calculated. What? What rock have you been living under? I'm just saying. It literally came out the the same the morning that Cam Newton got signed. That news dropped yeah, I officially. <laughs> I mean, it completely blanketed it for me. I didn't I didn't hear about it at all. Well, there goes Bill. Mission yeah, accomplished. I, mean, <laughs> I can't really hate on him, man. Dude's slick. What can you say? Just do you, Bill. Uh, Go. I got I got to say I appreciate the way Burns attacked the answer. He's like, "Seems like they won." And it wasn't just to kill the news cycle. Sounds like it was super calculated, Bill Belichick. Like, how did they end up with 15 draft picks, Bill Belichick type stuff, you know? Uh, Don't get it twisted. I I don't think that Cam is going to be the starter. Okay, here's my next question. Do you think Bill even uses Cam or goes after a draft pick and sticks with Jared Stedham? That's a really good question. Be honest. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean... Oh, man, I I think he has to use him in some facets, but I don't think he's going to use him how Cam thinks he's going to use him. I think, yeah, I think Cam is being used as a, a pawn in the game of chess that Bill Belichick plays. Okay, I'm going to put the over-under of Cam Newton games started for the Patriots this upcoming season at 10. Over or under? Under. I think uh, under. I think under as well. And isn't that caveat, sad coming from a bunch of Carolina is- Panther fans? That's real sad. It just depends well, I mean, on if you believe in Cam anymore. I mean, it doesn't matter about – I'm a big, big Panthers fan, but, you know, we're talking X's and O's and wins and losses. I think, you know, Cam hasn't won a game in, what, two years? I mean, the thing about – I mean, yeah, obviously Cam's a starter and whatever – but uh, I mean, the thing about it is, is most teams ago, are paying. Most teams pay their backup quarterbacks over like ten million dollars a year annually, right? You know, 
even their backups. And I don't think Jared Stedham and Cam Newton's contract combined equal that. <laughs> so all their quarterbacks, they got on the dirt cheap. I mean, as long as we've known Bill, he's never had a quarterback like Cam Newton. Even his backups, he's never had a quarterback like Cam Newton. And I, I don't really have any reason to believe that he's just going to switch up his whole style of offense to please a kind of washed up running quarterback that can't throw the ball accurately. Which is why, which is why we think, which is why we went under on the starting part. Yeah, listen, right. I mean, let's, I mean, give him all the credit. Bill did Bill things here. <laughs> he really did. He really did. I mean, he brought in a guy that just took away all the attention from his little misdeeds. And uh, I gotta say, I salute the uh, under the rug Jim Class Hero moment. So one of our very own, he's feeling a little violated today. My guy Burns over here is a good dude. Great human being. A very good friend. Okay. There was a part we were going to put in there that we skipped. (laughs) All right. So. (laughs) And here he was the other day trying to do good deeds in the streets of Charlotte. Now, obviously, Rona has changed the dynamic of the entire country for months now. I mean, if you've ever been to the downtown area of Charlotte, you're going to see a ton of homeless folks. Well, with Rona affecting the economy, you're seeing more than your typical homeless person on the street asking for help. You're also seeing other people out there that are just down on their luck due to job loss. Well, our guy Burns over here ran into one of these down on their luck folks in the streets last week, but this guy was working real hard for his money with just a small speaker and a violin. He was getting after it with some pretty upbeat tunes. I mean, I was bouncing uh, as Burns walked by. Uh, Burns stopped. He recorded it on his phone. He hooked the dude up with a little donation. And then Burns takes that video to the interwebs and drops it on the book face, right? Because he thinks to himself, I'm trying to be a good dude and maybe get this guy a gig playing around town because Burns is the guy that could probably make that happen. I saw the video. It was super impressive. Or was it? <laughs> Burns, you want to deep dive this street scheme, gym class hero moment for us real quick? Because uh, what happened then? You know, so I, I I put it on the book face, and immediately, at least half a dozen people are offering him jobs on the comment section and via text. I mean, I I, I requested a somewhat of a hip hop, you know, vibe song. You know, I gave him. I saw a $20 bill and, you know, I, I went up and talked to him and he, he seemed very legit, you know, like, Hey, I'm just trying to make a dollar in this world. No, and he was killing it out there for sure. Yeah, it, 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 I wish I had the, the, the sound clip. You can maybe add that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, man, I got you a couple gigs. You know, I got his phone number and, you know, walked away feeling pretty good about myself and, and what I did, you know, as a good deed for the day. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I'd say about 30 to 40 comments saying, hey, great job. Hey, this, this guy's amazing. Wow. So many comments. Flame emojis everywhere. Yeah. 
And, he really uh, was amazing. And then about, you know, as a lot of things in this world, the the truth comes out about six hours later. Somebody <laughs> posts a article down in Texas that violin players are scam artists, and they're actually not really playing the music. They're just pushing play on a track, and they're acting like they're playing the violin. <laughs> So good. He can't make it up. Uh, Literally, the the top Latin promoter downtown Charlotte was ready to hire him for a good amount of money. (laughs) I had a recording studio job for him. I mean, we're we're talking like life-changing for the guy. Yeah, especially a dude who's playing on the street. Yeah. Can you uh, you imagine that audition, though? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He, he he gave me his legit number. Like I called it, and it was there. I mean, I haven't contacted him since. So I don't know what to say to him, but uh, we'll let that play out. But <laughs> yeah, you know, so you should you should absolutely call him on air. I should. We should. We should call. We should call him up. And do a show. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe we ask should. him to do an acoustic version. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. It's it's like as the comments and the engagement with the post grew that you put up of the video, and like once people started seeing that street scheme artist uh, article that someone had put up there, I think it was Matrusak, wasn't it? It was multiple. I mean, it was there were. I I felt duped from the beginning because you know you you start to realize that people are coming out. They don't want to blow the guy up because he's out there making money. But it's not real. Right, exactly. Well, I mean, it's funny because, like, people started commenting, like, you know, 40 comments in, and they're like, yeah, if you really look, like, that doesn't look like it should <laughs> the way it sounds. <laughs> right? And then we had somebody that actually played the violin, and they're like, yeah, he's not hitting the. Yeah, that's not really what. need to hit on a high note. <laughs> I'm like, the way that it developed in the comment section is. It, I was actually crying. I was laughing. Yes, so hard. that is the best part about this: is people slowly okay. realizing that Burns got got. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then poor Burns, man, just trying to be a good person. Like he's like, yeah, it totally was not real. <laughs> and like I could under like there was real emotion behind him. Like you could feel the emotion when he posted it, and everybody was rooting for this guy. And then it just really turned the other way. Yep. Everything oh, went sideways with the uh, <laughs> scheme article. I'm like, yeah, and then you start I, watching I, the video like in slow mo, and you're like, yeah, that guy is full of it. Yeah, but he I was mean, doing I, such a good like, job rocking it. For for the next 20 years of my life, if I see somebody playing music on a on a corner, I'm gonna question. Yep, everything that they do. That dude just crushed your whole street performance dreams. <laughs> I, and I'm not gonna get anybody gigs. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not an agent. Yeah, but I'm you were trying to do I'm good, a, man. And you know what? Listen, it's not your fault, Burns. You're a good guy. You're trying to do a good thing, and uh, you got gym class hero. Let's just call, let's just call it what it is. I want my twenty bucks back. Yeah, gym class hero street scheme moment. All right, here we go. Everybody's favorite game. You know what it is. You love it. You wish you could play it with the fellas over here. It's pick one. We put the fellas in two tough situations. They must decide which situation they would endure, and they're never pleasant. So, gentlemen, are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. All right, all right. So, heroes, you thought you were waking up from a really bad dream in the middle of the night, but nope. It's real. 
you gentlemen are smack dab in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. You look outside your house and you are completely surrounded by 50 zombies. And these are like the walking dead kind of zombies. They're really slow moving, but will nibble your face off like real deadly. Okay. And you've got to make it out of there, heroes. You got to make it out. They might not be moving quickly, but they're coming in hot. All right. You look around everywhere and, you know, you're panicked and looks like you're a pretty limited on weapon options. You realize you've got about an hour to fight your way to freedom, armed with only a pineapple, one roller blade, a lint roller, and an Allen wrench. <laughs> okay. So you've got to take down 50 zombies with a pineapple, one roller blade, a lint roller, and an Allen wrench. One hour you got to get that done. Or, or, I'm sure you guys have either been to or seen an escape room, right, Heroes? Yes, I've, I've completed yep. one successfully. Okay, well, that's good because, you know, sometimes people have parties in them. Some businesses bring their employees in for, uh, you know, like team building exercises. For our purposes, it's life or death, <laughs> okay, <laughs> as we do here, uh, because this, Heroes, is a special escape room, one that is rigged with high-powered explosives, explosives that are hooked up to a timer. So this is real simple. You have exactly one hour, Heroes, escape, or, you know, boom, like a, a really big boom, <laughs> okay? I hope... You have been doing your brain exercises like Burns claims to have been doing. So, heroes, are you going with the zombie apocalypse? Or are you going to take your chances in the exploding escape room? I'd like first to go. question. Go ahead, Burns. No, I, no, actually, I'd like to hear your question first. Is it a four or five wheel rollerblade, and what's the size of the Allen wrench? Okay, it's a standard Allen wrench, and it's only a four wheel blade because we don't extend out past the skate around here. Does it have a break on it? Yes. Okay, Burns, but go ahead. wait, hold on. But it's been, it's <laughs> been, hold on. But it's been worn down a little bit. So like a bit of the plastic underneath the brake pads showing. You know. I got you. Fresh, okay. fresh pineapple. Yeah, yeah, definitely fresh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Burns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's why I asked to let him get his question first because we're all looking at this rollerblade. Yep. <laughs> You're right. You got to analyze what's going on here. I mean, everybody in America that's listening right now is asking about the rollerblade. All 10 viewers. Exactly. I mean, listeners, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, so um, I'm going to do the. I've watched enough, like, with The Walking Dead to, to, to deal with these guys. Okay. All right. I mean, and their, their skulls are a little, a little weak. They are. Just. You just take out the the head a little bit. You don't have to bash them into the ground. Yeah, you don't have to like decapitate them. You just need to bash their scully in. Yeah. Now, I could not have finished the escape room by myself. No. I mean, it it took a team. It took a team effort. Hmm, That's a predicament. By myself, I would have been sitting in that place like, oh, I'm going to (laughs) die. So. Yeah, I'm taking the uh, the rollerblade for 500 Alex, and uh, I'm going to bash my way out of there. So let me hear it. I'm sorry? Uh, so let me hear it, Burns. Yeah, I'm taking the rollerblade. Bob? Bob. <laughs> Give me the rollerblade, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I called you Alex. 
<laughs> Sorry, Bob. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Uh, Perez, so now that you got all the information you need, what you going with? Zombie apocalypse or exploding escape room? I think I'm going to take the shoestring out of the rollerblade, tie it to the pineapple, tight. Use it kind of like, I don't even know what you call that thing, like back in the day where you can swing the rope and yeah, it yeah. has a big, like, fall in Yeah, yeah. I, I picture it. Use that as my skull cracker. Still go in the rollerblade, so it gives me the ability to kind of cruise if I need to pick up some speed, maybe down a hill. Um, probably throw the Allen wrench in the side. I'll probably jam it in the side of the pineapple just to give some leverage. Might take out an eye or something. Nice. <laughs> like a little, a little extra stick out thing that'll just like puncture some things. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I got to go medieval on these bitches and go with the, uh, the, the pineapple, shoestring, rollerblade, Allen wrench thing. Okay. So zombie apocalypse all around for the heroes today. MacGyver and that shit. You think you have time for all that? I mean, it's one hour, dude. I mean, well, this isn't, I mean, you did pull the shoestring out of the rollerblade and you know how those things function, man. If you don't have those things tied tight, you'll just, you're, you're just going to snap an ankle, like flop to the side, you know? So is that really viable? Is that a viable solution? It depends on if they have the uh, Velcro at the top. Okay. Fair. No, you, you put your fist in the rollerblade, tied up tight, have the Allen wrench in the left hand, and toss the pineapple. <laughs> oh, I like that. What else did we have? I think we're missing a... The lint roller. Uh, the lint roller. Man, what, that thing what is, is, what, what is that? That's like the, the elephant in the room right there. Like, no, because I'm not going into battle and not looking fresh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fact. <laughs> You know, like, I don't know who you're talking to, but... You came up with a lint roller. <laughs> what is that going to do? I mean, somebody I don't know. Somebody that has pups, you know, somebody that has to look good for a living. That's it. I don't, I don't the know. Lint rollers, the lint rollers for, like, the last kill. You know, you're just... Right in the back, eye. You have a back pocket, like, all right, last kill. <laughs> Let me freshen up. <laughs> right in the eye, like p said. <laughs> because, you know... You're going to wear black because you don't want the blood to splatter and make stains on your shirt. And black shows lint and stuff really bad. So Yeah, and it makes you look slim. Yeah. It, ab- it absolutely does. So you're going into battle looking fresh. Lint <laughs> roller for the last kill with the finish him. <laughs> and then yep. you pop a beer right at the end of it. Oh, man. You guys, I love you, too. <laughs> I love how you really, really broke that down. Hey, you had four weapons, and it looks like you're putting them all to use. Well done, heroes. Everyone's favorite game, pick one. All right, hustlers, cheaters, high-powered explosives, and the zombie apocalypse. You you never really quite know what you're going to get when you come hang out with us, you know? (laughs) Episode 15. It's a wrap. Uh, You know how to catch up with us. The Google machine. That's how. Uh, Catch all of the at Gym Class Hero podcast episodes. Perez. Um. Him and I, we've been going down a beautiful rabbit hole recently. If you're into mindfulness, living in the now, understanding your mind a little better, my guy P has another book recommendation for you. So, Perez, why don't you hit him with it? The Untethered Soul. The Untethered Soul. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, Do you happen to know the author for the listeners? I actually do because i have google and i am it's uh <laughs> michael allen singer <laughs> i just happen to be sitting at the computer right now 
So I'm going I to talk a little bit slower. Read that. I but. do because I Google. All right. Um, <laughs> thank you for that, Perez. I appreciate you. We'll let the people know. Uh, Burns, how about that epic Fourth of July weekend down here in Charleston? We uh, floated the Edisto and uh, had a dance party with the moon. What was your that, favorite uh, part? The the universe, man. I mean, it, it was it was not the universe this time. It was the full moon party. Yeah, it was. It was some different stuff. I, I, I got to DJ the music. You know, we got to see all the Fourth of July fireworks. You got to dance in the ocean, dude. I it, saw, I saw, I saw the bare buttocks of Thomas. Oh yeah, I was running around the the beach like butt naked. So you know, whatever in the moonlight, Fourth of July, America. Woo! <laughs> A couple epic photos. Yeah, pretty pretty awesome experience. Well, um, hero session. At the universe, scheduled for August, so looking forward to it, boys. Um, you know, look, I appreciate y'all coming to hang out with us. As always, I'm Thomas Michael, your host, creator, and Moonlight Pogo Dancer. <laughs> I'll leave you with this. Uh, life is short. Really freaking short, y'all. If you're unhappy with where you're at, just take the leap. Break the wheel of that cyclical life you've been living. Waiting, planning, just keeps you from doing so go do simple while you're out there living that newfound life do me a favor real quick and damn it please just be nice to each other we'll see y'all for episode 16 of the gym class hero podcast